if that had happened during my wife and I's first dance, like that would have been awful. Choosing a wedding DJ sounds like a lot. <sighs> These couples did it. Here's their story. This, this is the Premier Weddings Podcast. Hey, what's going on? It's Sean. I'm the owner of Premier Party Entertainment. This is the Premier Weddings Podcast. And we're not just interviewing couples. That's not what we're just doing. Talking to everybody. We kind of are talking to like a one half of the couple, though. Uh, Nathan, <laughs> who is a wedding photog extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, but you also obviously got married. So you've been through this... Um, through the wedding planning process. Hey, we welcome you. Uh, thanks for subscribing. Uh, and also, Nathan, by the way, is if he doesn't do enough in the world, he also has his own podcast uh, called The Weddings from the Pros Podcast. Um, you've got like, you got a lot of episodes up. Like, yeah, at this point, I think we've got 30 or 40 episodes up. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's fun. Go check it out if you if you haven't. Uh, if you're looking for more resources to plan your wedding, it's 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 a good one. It's a good so, one to check out. Obviously, the Premier Weddings podcast is going to be uh, how I, I interview couples that we've done their wedding and um, to talk about, you know, the process as, as far as like, you know, planning their wedding and, you know, what maybe they would have changed, you know, now that their wedding is over. Obviously, I wasn't your DJ. <laughs> what year? What, what was the date of your wedding? May 7th, uh, 2010. Okay. Yeah. And. I was not your DJ. No, you weren't, man. I'm sorry. We we had a live band, so I was okay. Just keep rubbing in the wound. Yeah. <laughs> so I was out before I became a photographer. I was actually a music teacher, and uh, live music was just a part of my life. Yeah, I couldn't see my wedding without live music. But I'm a very special case. Um, what's interesting though is like after ten years later, having a little bit of perspective. You know, there's a part of me that definitely thinks that having a DJ would have been you know, something really special. That would have been something really, really kind of cool. It would be very different for sure than what our wedding was, but um, it'd be kind of cool. So funny you say that. Uh, I showed you the email today of yeah. the couple that has inquired about us DJing their I wedding. Was, I was at that wedding. And you videoed, is that, what year is this? <laughs> yeah. And filmed. you filmed <laughs> videoed? Man, it's the same thing. How old am I? <laughs> And you, you filmed uh, one of our weddings that we did earlier this year. Mm -hmm. uh, and the girl in the email basically said, paraphrasing here, you know, we were going to go with the band until we saw, mm. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, you guys DJ. And so we've kind of changed our mind. We want you guys to, to be at our wedding. Yeah. So you had, do you know, do you remember what band it was? You know, the funny thing is I, I don't, to, really? be, to be fair, I, I really don't. Okay. Um, but I mean, it, they were great. They were good. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was a fun experience. I think that there's definitely things that DJs can do that bands can't and vice versa, but right. you know, I, I can't play the trombone, <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, I can't play anything, <laughs> nothing. The crash symbols. You got the crash. Uh, yeah. Have I told you this story? Well, I think I know parts of it. Tell me again. What is it? So I was in the band. I was forced to be in the band with my best friend, <laughs> Jamie. You? Was it Jamie? My mother worked at the high school uh, and his mother worked at the high school. So yeah. it was like a, Hey, you know, you boys aren't just going to sit around all summer and do nothing. <laughs> You're going to go to band camp, which I didn't even, that's a whole <laughs> different. You, you probably got there and was like, 
this is hell on earth. First off, <laughs> why am I in the sun right now? <laughs> it's 112 yeah. degrees outside. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, it's initiation week. I go, it's a what? <laughs> I had to dress like a chicken or something. Yeah, you definitely can't do that to the band kids anymore. <laughs> well, that's what they did back in our day. Back in our day. Back in our day. Uh, so I was in the band. And, I, and so they, it's, it, is it called the pit or the front ensemble? The front ensemble, yeah. So I was yeah. in the front ensemble where you just played these big drums that don't that you obviously can't move around the field right and so in the cymbals and so it got to the point where like the band director was like never again am i asking anybody anybody's parents who work here to have their kids come <laughs> join the band because jamie and i were at this point a fed up with being in the band just because we didn't we didn't know anything I, yeah i'd been in chorus you don't really have to like learn notes or any you just if if you if you can sing and you can sing well you pick it up and you just roll with it you don't really 100 percent. but with band it's so intricate it's so detailed you have to be able to read music like and if you miss one half a beat of something the band director stops everything and is like (laughs) start it over and then they would start yelling at us she would be like you missed the half a note i'm like i I don't know (laughs) i I guess like if you say i did i did so I think she got so fed up with us. And we you know, but I do think it's pretty cool that you have kind of that history of music, you know, just having that perspective <laughs> yeah. and then doing what you're doing now, being a radio personality and then doing the wedding DJ. Like it's, it's your music has definitely been always a, been. yeah, it's always been this thing in your life that's kind of connected everything together. It's, it's pretty cool. So we got invited the band of travelers rest, uh, got invited to be in the Atlanta Christmas parade. Oh, that's cool. And we were supposed to, uh, Jamie and I were, were side by side. We're best friends still to this day. I, I, we're best friends. And we were re- rehearsing like the Christmas songs and it was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> so like, fine. I remember we get to uh peach street or whatever street it is mm-hmm. in downtown. Peach trees. Yeah. Yeah. So she knows we don't know this music. And she looks at me and goes, just crash wherever you think you should. <laughs> that's the wrong, that's the wrong piece of advice. <laughs> and so like, and then there's a point and I'll not forget this in my mind. Again, I'm, I don't know, 15, 16 or something. Right. Right. Uh, I think I just started driving. So 15, 16. And I was like, Oh, we're going to be in the Christmas parade, whatever. I'll just, I don't know how big Atlanta is. I don't know what their population is. I don't know anything. <laughs> And just like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, there is a place where you basically show out. Right. And uh, NBC is there in front of Macy's. I didn't realize that WSB TV would be, we would be on TV. And now I'm looking at Jada like, bro, we're going to be on TV. Like, we don't know this stuff. Like, what are you doing? I wish I could have seen that segment and your face on the television. <laughs> uh, like, and he's like, maybe they won't air it. Maybe it'll be a commercial. I don't know. <laughs> Like, that's funny so after that i i told my mom i was like this just isn't for me like mm. this I, I don't know any of this i don't i don't it's not fun for me mm. and about around that time is when i started djing and but that was like fun for me mm. like learning how to mix and um and all that sort of thing so i guess like like, like you said music's always been kind of a part of me mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah and and, you know the cool thing is you know like 10 years ago so i so i own angle life photography here in greenville south carolina 
And it's interesting now. So I, I spent essentially 10 years of my life as a music teacher before becoming a photographer. But now I'm going to all these weddings, like literally every weekend I'm at a wedding. And it's funny how you start to see things and you you think, I mean, I, again, I've been married for almost 10 years for sure. And <clears throat> I constantly think about like, what are the things that I would have done differently? Like, I think that there was a lot that I would have kept the same. I No, I know that there's a lot that I would have kept the same. Like I would have changed so much about my wedding day because I think it was like perfect the way it was. But I think uh, seeing all these other weddings how like there's different elements to the different weddings um you know one thing that i think i would change we got married at a church i don't think i would have gotten married at church now that's happening less and less Less and less and less i think unless you're like like i know in the catholic religion you know um Obviously, once you get married in the church, sure. and, 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 but with the Catholic religion, there's a whole sure. you have to go to these classes and it's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, I would say for us as a DJ company, we're doing more and more of the ceremonies right. every single year. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and people are surprised by that. They're like, wait, you, you can do the ceremony music too. Right. And I'm like, yeah, we, you know, we've got Doug who can play live music mm-hmm. or I can throw up a speaker and play your favorite tracks. Yeah, you know, I think I think it goes back to it, it kind of comes down to like a central theme which is 10 years ago we were still kind of doing things because of the tradition of just doing things. Like we 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 just kind of just went into it and we were like, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. And that's because kinda, it's been done because for it's so been many decades. done for so many decades, right? And so getting married in a church was one of those big things. Neither my wife and I are particularly religious. Like we're not huge. Like we don't go to church every Sunday, and you know, like so. Why get married in a church? Like because it was just yeah. As a matter of fact, the the the, per, the officiant who married us, it was her officiant from from her church that she went to, kind of sorta. But like, again, it was like uh, so many of these elements. And so I actually went to this wedding. I, I photographed this wedding a couple weeks ago. The officiant was a very close friend of the couple. And he, like they got their officiant uh, license. It was the one you and I were at, I guess we mentioned. He was funny. And he was so funny. And it was like the delivery was fantastic. The things that he could talk about, it didn't, it wasn't scripted. He was actually talking about like real moments that he's experienced with this couple. And, and also, by the way, if you're a couple listening to this and you heard me say, oh, that's funny as a ceremony, you go, whoa, wait. I think the, you know, the days of let's pull out the Bible and let's let's right. like make this just as tense as we can be. I think those <laughs> yeah. days are gone. I think you can absolutely have those funny moments mm-hmm. in, in the ceremony portion. Even mm-hmm. their dog was in the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, right. And that was just so fun for <laughs> right. everyone. Right. No. And, and I think it was very meaningful for the couple. It was, it was a big deal for them. Megan and Chris, Megan and Chris, it was a big deal for them. Who's episode one of the premier weddings podcast. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't even making that connection. Nathan doesn't <laughs> listen to this show. <laughs> well, and it's funny because there was another wedding up at a pretty place, Fred Sims chapel in Greenville, beautiful place overlooking the mountains. And their officiant was also a friend of the couple. And it was funny because when the officiant rolled up, you know, he's got like a blue suit on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, dude, he had like the, the glasses that he was wearing had like red rims around the, the glass. I was like baller. I was like, where is this guy pastor up? But wow. come to find out he's not a pastor. He's, he's a yeah. friend. He's a close friend. He just got his, you know, a fish. They asked him to officiate. And, and it, it was another example of the ceremony was incredible, you know? So I, I guess, think that, yeah, I, th- I think that I'm going to cut you off, but yeah, I, okay. I think that, you know, again, by seeing weddings less and less in churches and being able to kind of do it at your venue or, you mm-hmm. know, like so a lot of venues 
around here in Greenville now have, you know, outdoor spaces that you can have your ceremony in. Uh, it kind of, because I'm not a, an uber religious person either. I don't go to mm -hmm. church every Sunday. So like thinking as a get, like if I were a guest at a wedding, having to kind of walk into church and, you know, there's a certain ambiance that's set in church, obviously. And it's solemn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's reverent. Yeah, it mm -hmm. really is. And mm -hmm. so it's like, and that, and if that's their preference, absolutely. Right. right. Yeah. But, I, but I'm seeing couples more and more. So go, Hey, let's have a 20 minute ceremony, you know, out, out back behind the venue. They've got a nice little setup there. Uh, you know, DJ can play some music uh, as we come down the aisle. You know, do you? Yes. Do you? Yes. Cool. Let's, let's party. Let's right. have fun. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and I do want to be clear about this because I think that's that you made a great point right there. It's not to say that a church wedding is wrong. You know, like as a photographer, my favorite weddings that I've ever documented is where every element of that wedding is meaningful for the couple. If you're a religious person and it is meaningful for you to have that wedding in that church, or maybe that was the place where you grew up in. Like I, that's a whole different thing than what I'm talking about, 100%, right? Yep. I'm talking about just doing something to go through the motions because you think that's what you're supposed to do or because that's what tradition is or whatever. Um, Was that a joint decision between you and your wife? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th I think to it, have I, it at a church. Yeah, I think it was. And, and you know, it was 10 years ago, so I don't really remember all the details of all the conversations we had, but I think it just kind of fit the bill you better. Your wife is going to quit. You. <laughs> she might, but like, you know, we, we had it in the church. Now, again, there was some really amazing moments. Like, like when, when, when the officiant says, blah, 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 say I do blah, 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 blah. So like, he asked me, I was like, I do. And then he went to her. And then before he could say anything, she was like, I do. And she just <laughs> and she the jumped nerves. the gun. Yeah, she jumped the gun just because of the nerves. Right. Super cute moment. And it's something that like literally I'll never forget for the rest of my life. As a matter of fact, my very best friend made a picture frame for us. And at the uh, bottom, it says, I still do. Because because when he said, you know, say oh, I do, she said, I still do. And so, yeah. So it's not to say that like it's not meaningful for us after the fact, like it's still meaningful, but you know, it, I think that that's one thing that my wife and I would have a serious conversation about is like, do we really want to have a wedding in a church? Not because we're anti-church. It's not because I don't like religion. It's not because I have anything against people who have weddings in churches. Right. It's just, is that really meaningful for us? And does that, is, is that really a part of our story that matters to us? I think know? it's also the convenience yeah, to have your ceremony true. at the venue and yeah. for these venues to, to offer you know, a, and not only just offer like a location, like here, here's a patch of grass. Mm -hmm. Like they've done a really good job of, you know, like Zen has that, the outdoor little area you right. can, you can have your ceremony. And, and it, it's, again, it's a, you know, it to have the reception is right inside. 100%. So you don't have to now get back in your car, drive down the road, try to find parking. You know, Zen has created this, zenful yes. type area yeah. to have your, your wedding and still have that religious aspect to it. I think a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't agree with you more. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny because I see, um, you know, there's, there's so many places, um, Edinburgh West is kind of a place where you see that a lot. Um, you know, uh, old cigar warehouse here in Greenville. Like there's so many places in the area. Um, Southwind ranch is kind of like a barn type venue where people will have the ceremony and then, yeah. So, um, and then there's, um, uh, Wendy Hill is another one in Simpsonville. Like 
there's so many places where you could go and have the ceremony and the reception at the same place. And, you know, it's kind of cool because the way it normally works is that you have the ceremony and then you've kind of got time to like take your photos and your family formals and all that kind of stuff as people are kind of just meandering to cocktail hour. Right. And the best thing is they can just kind of like walk over to the cocktails. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? Or yeah. Or if, if you're taking photos and you want to drink, you know, yeah, I'm sure one of the photographers nice will go grab you one yeah. or so, somebody's there to, to, you know, to, to help you out. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, 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 sitting hill farm again, that like she's first off sent hills. One of my, one of my favorite barns. Uh, and as a DJ, it's, tough for us to say that yeah because it's so hot sometimes in some of the barns that mm -hmm. don't have ac windy hills great because they've got air conditioning mm -hmm. but they also have a nice ceremony location mm -hmm. sit and hill farm same thing you know they have a, they've they've really done a great job of making that ceremony location yeah quaint well, i mean it, it's not quaint it's beautiful yeah it's overlooking the pasture and they do this really cool Did thing I say quaint yeah, well, Sorry. it's no, it's but you're. I mean, you're yeah. right, but you're making me second guess my words. No, no, I mean you're right, but you know they've got the with a barn. It's 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 hard to even call it a barn because there's like these beautiful roll up doors that that basically are on the entire exterior of of the of the venue, um, so that when you have your reception, you could roll up all those doors and keep it open air, and and it's like amazing. Or you could close September, them October to. at night, man. Oh man, oh. it's amazing, and it's like a true indoor outdoor venue. As a, and then, you know, with the ceremony, when you go out to that ceremony site, it's overlooking the pasture, which number one is beautiful, mm -hmm. but then they've got these really cool, like arch arcs, arches kind of yeah. paved into the ground. And again, it's like super beautiful. Like when you look down, it's just really pretty. Um, and then like as a, as a drone photographer or a drone videographer, like, yep. you know, that's, it's a really cool element to like focus on for your, for your wedding films and stuff like that. So yeah, I asked Sitton one time I was there, I said, I was asking her how much land and you know, where does the property line stop? And she mm -hmm. showed like, show me where it stopped. And I said, Oh my God, you, you could build a second venue. And she's like, absolutely not. If you've never met Seton before, just be prepared to meet like the most awesome woman that you probably will ever encounter in your life. She is such a hoot. She's so much fun. Yeah. I, I, I love working with her. Um, I think because again, we've talked about this on like just, other podcasts and everything else we do. Uh, but like my anxiety, it can get to me sometimes where like, especially if there's a high strung person there, like, you know, and sitting is a very, just like chill, like, what do you need here to help? Yeah. Um, you know, it's even to the point of like, need us to help you grab stuff out of your van. Like for, for someone to do that, to go that above and beyond, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I love the heck out of that girl. Yeah. When I think the, you know, I, for couples, you want to find the vendors and you want to find the places and you want to find the people for your wedding that really care about you, really care about you. Sure. Right. And, and is, is willing to do things that, um, you know, frankly, I've just, I've been to a lot of venues. I've been to a lot of places where, you know, you don't even know who the owner is. Like you've never seen them yeah. before. It's, it's like, it's there like, all night. Right. I mean, I mean, that's, and, and, and that's, no where matter, I, that's where I'm getting to. Yeah. No matter if there's a wedding coordinator there or not, like Heather from timeless events is there. Mm -hmm. We were there a couple of weeks ago and Heather's there and sitting's there and sitting is there for an extra set of hands. If, mm -hmm. you know, if Heather needs something from her, mm -hmm. you know, she knows she can trust her to, to help her out. And, and yeah. I think that that's, yeah, I agree with you there. I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's something else when it's, there's a difference between having the owner of the venue there with you that night 
um, and then just having hired help. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm just going to say it. Like there, there is a little bit of a difference. Um, now, that's not to say that, you know, a place that has somebody working there isn't going to really go out of their way to really make your experience great. Because I know a lot of places that do that well. Zen mm-hmm. is one. Like the team at Zen is incredible. The owner's not there who's also an amazing he's, – he's such a great guy. Um, an artist, right? Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy awesome story yeah. that that we'll talk about sometime. Episode number four, <laughs> right? Um, but like his team that's there when he's not, um, again, just incredible. But not everywhere is like that, you know. Sure. So I always I always tell couples like find places where you can actually like meet the person you know who owns it because that means they're gonna have a little skin in your game. You know, they're gonna they're gonna want your wedding to really be the best that it could be. So you said the I do's in a church. We did. Packed everybody in a car? Essentially, yeah. Rolled we, into what venue? Uh, so we went to a rooftop venue in a uh, small downtown Anderson uh, place. And it was cool because, like, again, my wife and I met at Anderson University. So we met in a small, you know, town college. And we kind of that, – that part was meaningful for us. And we batted around a lot. Like, do we go to Greenville? Do we get married somewhere in Greenville? Do we get, do it here in Anderson? And it had roots in Anderson, right? Our roots were in Anderson, right? It was closer to all of our family. So that was, you know, that was nice. And, um, and it was like the, the venue, the rooftop venue. Well, I mean, it was pretty like overlooking downtown. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think Bleckley Uh owns it now. Probably. They have, I think they own that property Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. We've actually DJed there. Yeah. Um, we, we didn't DJ Nathan's wedding cause well, (laughs) he had a band. (laughs) But, you know, like... Uh, I've got him startled now. But talking about, you know, kind of fast forwarding, I think the other thing that I would have changed or, or at least paid more attention to and really the live music and the band was good. I think I would have paid a little bit more attention to the experience that was going on that night. You know, like that was one of the things where um, now that I've been to some of these other weddings where people are like up dancing like nonstop and it has a little bit more, I don't want to say club like clubs, maybe a little too you aggressive. Can say it, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. You it, can add that in. Yeah, that's, like, that's mean, actually in our pamphlet somewhere. Oh, no, does it? Yeah. Is it really? I think that 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 would have been that would have been a cool environment for our, for our friends. You know, that would I think there were people who danced. You know, with the live music and with the band, um, but it's not quite the same. And I also think that having somebody there with a little bit more personality would have been cool too. You know, like somebody who really kind of guided the night very well. And I don't know that that necessarily happened as much as I would have wanted it to. Gotcha. Um, Does that, and that now comes from just 10 years of being married or also being a photographer in the wedding industry? Well, a little bit of both. I mean, frankly, I mean, a little bit of both. I mean, like being a photographer, I mean, the advantage that I have is that I get to go to all these weddings and I get to see the differences, right? Like I get to see the difference in the experience that people are having when there's a, a good entertainer there and there's not a good entertainer there like i get to see the difference and dude there's big differences big differences even when we met uh austin was djing so you, you didn't get to see me mm. but then this past couple months august mm-hmm. you finally got to see me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that um, was at ansley's wedding yeah and, and I, I like yeah, and that was there that, like, that was that was a baller night <laughs> i didn't <laughs> even think about that i was like god like nathan just like Agreed to move into an office with me and like has never really seen me, you know, DJ. Mm-hmm. I don't think you did. Maybe <laughs> no, you did. I no, I, no, I don't, I don't think so. No, yeah. um, no, I don't think so. But you know, like, like I said, like, I think one of the things that has been, so the uh, music is, was definitely 
the music was great and having live music was amazing, but I don't think it was the same experience that everybody would have had, had there been a, a DJ like you, like I, 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 I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out a way to say it without, like, without sounding like I'm trying to do it on you too much. But like, please do tell more. Right, but no, like, I but I get like, what you're saying. but a, 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 let me just say a quality, a quality entertainer. Um, because like, dude, I, I'm at weddings like every single weekend, and it's like I'm looking at the dance floor, and I'm constantly amazed at how you know the DJ will play a song. Everybody gets on the dance floor. And dude, as a photographer, I love it because I'm out there shooting. Dude, I am. You get into it. (laughs) I am in the middle. I'm on the floor in the middle of the action shooting up. And I love that about a photographer. Yeah. It gets into the action because, again, that helps us. Sure. Yeah. Well, listen, if I get that photo, it's on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, right. And I'm tagging you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking. I'm digging in to get like the most baller picture I possibly can. But it, uh, it constantly amazes me because I will see a DJ play the song that is right for that group and they get on the dance floor and they are having a, a killer time. They're having an amazing moment. And like it, it, it like, like the whole party was elevated, right? Right then, right there. Right. Yep. And it's like, hell yeah, let's they keep, hooked them. Let's go. You, you got them on the, you got them out here. Yep. And then like the next song happens and everybody leaves and I'm like, okay, okay. You tried, <laughs> you learned, right? Right. So not, well, not me. No, 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 not, not you. But I'm just saying like, uh, like uh, you, the DJ, you, yeah, the DJ that's the playing. DJ. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, you learned, like, you know what works and what doesn't. So let's see how the next one goes. All right. And then maybe the next one's a little bit better. They get people out there and then they play the other one. And it's like, everybody leaves the dance floor again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, to Nathan, Nathan's laying in the floor by himself <laughs> on the dance floor. Yeah. Like I need more photos. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because uh, I think I, I, I'm so surprised. I, I guess I'm so surprised at the number of entertainers and DJs who are at weddings and they like their their head is like so far up the computer's butt. Like they're not even paying attention to what's on the dance floor and what's happening. I'm like, what are you doing? Yep. And you know that it, you know I'll, that I kind of smile a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, yep. You know yep. that, you know that a DJ screwed up when they start having like person after person after person after person coming up to the booth yes. and they're like, Hey, can you play this? Hey, can you play this? Because they're wanting to have fun. Like they're wanting to have a party. And they're having to tell that DJ how to do it. Yes. Job. Right. Right. You know, I like, I know that there's the random whatever that comes sure, up. I mean, we've had, we've, the everybody's came got up that. a couple times and said, Hey, and look, there were some songs talking about Ansley's wedding. Yeah. There were some songs where a guy came up and he was like, Hey man, can you play blah? And I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. Like <laughs> right. that's, that's going to be great. That's going to elevate this song right. to the next level, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I guess, I guess it's just like, I've, I've been able to really see the effect that the entertainer has on the party itself. And, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I can't, I can't stress to people enough, and I tell people this all the time. Like the two things that people don't give enough attention to, and they should. I mean, I will say that for most people, like a photographer is a given, right? Like they're like those photos are going to last forever. Yeah, they're they're going to go after the photographer, and they're probably going to invest, you know, uh, solidly into a photographer that's going to be good, and they feel like hopefully. But the two things that a lot of people try to go without is a wedding planner. Like that's the first like thing, or at least a day of planner or something. I'm like, that's, that's a, that's not a good idea, which to be honest, just spend the money and get the wedding planner for the entire wedding. <laughs> you could. Yeah, you could. Um, or, uh, the DJ, like that's the other thing that people try to skimp on. And, uh, dude, I've been to weddings where there was, there was no DJ where, 
you know, they walk in and there's like a speaker. It's like one of those old PVPA speakers attached to like, you know, a, a iPad or whatever. And then like they're, they're getting ready to do their first dance. And then like they press play and nothing happens. I've literally shot that wedding. And it's like everybody's looking around. It's crazy around. to think because, dude, we 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 as DJs don't ever we only hear about it, right? You know, from right. you, from photographers or right. wedding coordinators, and so we don't. You know, the guys that are in this area that that are pat that just eat and breathe this industry, right? They're passionate about right. it. Right? You're it's never you're, you're in a us. you're in a bit of a bubble. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. never happened to us because, like. If that happened to us, uh, we would quit. Right. Uh, you know, our industry, <laughs> right. like life ruined. And so like, right. you know, I can't imagine that happened to a couple. Yeah. I, you know, I had a, I had a, a story, uh, a friend told me that they were at a wedding and the DJ, well, I guess he was playing the the first dance off his phone. Mm. First off, no. Right. Hey. There's so many issues. Hey, if you're listening, DJ, <laughs> no. Can you imagine getting a call like in the middle of the song? <laughs> that happened. <laughs> Bro. That's so terrible. Literally. And he laughed. Oh, that's even worse. And, you know, and he, and he hit end or whatever. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But like the 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 iPhone sound started playing through, through their song. the speakers. God, that through sucks. the first dance. Yeah, that sucks. And so... I I just can't even wrap my head around who and why and where's that thought process. Sure, yeah. like and and I'll I'll go as far as to say, look, if you're gonna play music off like your phone or an iPad or something, and that's like your way of doing things, mm, not my cup of tea. But bro, nowadays Spotify, you can download the music to the Spotify app and then airplane your phone and still play the songs. Right. So. Like that, you know, there's that option too. So if you're in a bind, if your computer crashes, if something, look, it's technology and, you know, stuff happens, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I don't know. Like, I just can't imagine like being with the person I want to be with for the rest of my life. We're on the dance floor playing the first dance and that happens. Well, I mean, just but, but what's actually happening in that couple's mind is literally they are in this tunnel, like they have tunnel vision literally for each other. In most cases, when they're doing the first dance, they have no idea that other people are even in the room. Yeah. Nine times out of 10. And I've then, never, thought, and then I've what never thought about it like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, they are, I mean, you can kind of, they really are like, it's, I've seen them talking to each other yeah. and stuff. And I, I never, obviously I'm never going to go up and do like, so what were you saying? You <laughs> right. know, like, right. Not, like, right. I mean, most of the time now, now there are people who are super self-conscious that are aware of the people around them. So that does like, I'm not saying it never happens, but yeah. But I mean, but what essentially what, what happened right there is that you pulled them out of that moment. Like, yeah. like that was a, a very distracting thing that like that, that moment that they're never going to get back in their life. The first dance, right? As husband and wife, people, there's a lot with of everybody watching. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of people who think like they're listening to this and they're going, that's just the first dance. But I mean, like for a lot of people, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, like that's a, they, well, and there's, you know, look, couples spend a lot of time trying to figure out what that song should be and the meaning behind yeah, it. And, the, yeah. and there's a whole lot at look for us. It's not just, 
Yeah. Ah, oh, you pick the first dance. Let me put it in. Cool. Like I want to know. Like I ask couples, like, well, why? You know, why this song? Let me ask you. You know, or especially if it's an obscure song that I've never heard before that I have to go dig for. I love that kind of stuff because yeah. I'm like, I want to know the backstory behind this song. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. And, and, and you know. I, well, the, 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 the first the first dance was a big deal to me and my wife. I mean. The, the church thing that I was talking about earlier, that's that was an example of uh, something that we were just doing to go through the motions. But the first dance, I remember that. I remember us thinking like, this is our first dance as a husband and wife, the first dance of essentially the rest of our lives. Yep. There's a lot of meaning behind that, right? You know, I'm not saying do, and I think that the couples who might go, that's just the first dance. They're just doing it just because of the tradition of doing it. Don't do a first dance. <laughs> like if you right. if you feel that way, don't do one. Like you don't, don't have to. Don't follow the tradition. Don't follow, yeah, you don't have to do it if it's not meaningful for you. But for my wife and I, it was. If that had happened during my wife and I's first dance, like that would have been awful. The first dance for a lot of people is very meaningful, right? And that's why being a DJ, you don't want to mess those times up. You don't want to mess those moments up, you know? Right. I think- what people are paying for when they're paying for quality vendors of any kind, they're really working on eliminating the fears, right? Eliminating the chances that something like that would happen. You're, you're essentially putting more eggs in the basket that says, Hey, my, my wedding's going to go off without a hitch. It's going right. to go off. <laughs> it's it's going to go off without any problems coming up like that, you know? Well, and you know, I, a lot of, I don't, I don't Maybe this isn't a thought, but, for me, like the DJ isn't just there just for the party. Like the first dance, the parents' dances, like those are all key important details. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, again, like I was telling you, I, I'm I'm fascinated by talking about the first dance song with a couple and, hey, why'd you pick this? Or you know, the father daughter dance. Like if it's again, it's a, if it's a song I've never heard of, or or they'll just sometimes they'll just tell me like, oh, we picked this song because when I was a little girl, we used to listen, and, and it's like. Right. Those are monumental moments. For sure. Not even just like, you know, important moments. The word monumental should come to your brain. When you're going to fire off play and play the song, it better not be on your phone. It better, you know, and, and, and yeah, I don't know. It gets me like mad, like kind of thinking that that happened to that couple. I don't know the couple. I've never met them. I don't know who they are. Sure. But just knowing that a friend of mine, came to me and told me the story and said, Hey, you know, this happened. Uh, I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, um, you don't know the other thing that I, that I miss a lot with DJs is that, man, th th there's a lot of ones that are great at picking music selections and they can kind of beat mix pretty well. And all, but they're terrible MCs. Like, yeah. like, like really like not good. Like for instance, I was, I was at a wedding a few months ago and during the cake cutting, and like they kind of announced it, kind of sorta, but like literally the couples over here were going through it. Like most everybody had no idea what was going on, you know. Right. Um, there is something to be said about finding a DJ that has a little bit of presence, you know, and that is comfortable and confident and knows how to direct the night and has direct people's attention with what's going on the night, you know. Well, you know, and for us, what I love now about the space that we have is that when we bring new people in when we hire them like we can sit down with them and you know train them this yeah is, you know this is how we, this is what we want from you this you know we want you know if you're not comfortable with being mc we want to help you get there yeah like look when i first started radio like my first shows were a disaster right horrible right I, i've got the tapes i have the evidence no i'm not bringing it ever to the office <laughs> but it's like 
but I practiced, you know, I mean, I've practiced for 15 years now. Yeah. And uh, you know, I agree with you. I think the MC, it like the, the, the event host, like that's an important role. It's a very important you, role. And, and if you're shy, if you're timid on the microphone, no one's listening to you. Right. I want to, you know, and you don't have to sound like a WWE wrestler, like <laughs> announcer. Right. You know, I, I always tell our guys that. Like, and in this corner. Right. <laughs> and now. Group. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, you talk like you normally would right. with some emphasis. You know, you can, you know, project your voice. Uh, but, you know, don't sound like, hey, everybody, you know, that cheesy radio 1990s crap we always heard. Yeah. You know, uh, and I hear that a lot, too, from not even just South Carolina, but just across the country. Yeah. You know, I talk to people who, you know, who own DJ companies and uh, are on the caliber that that we are on where we want to be as professional as we can be. And, you know, they'll get stories come back like, yeah, the guy sounded like he was just like, hey, everybody, and now he's Mr. and Mrs. You know, just that right. cheesy kind of sound. Um, but that has to be taught. Like, that, you know, you can't just learn it overnight. Yeah. Um, you, you know, the other thing, the other thing going back that I wish was different for my wedding, I wish that I had considered um, more of the storytelling element to my photography. So really, but to, to be, to be fair, 10 years ago, like photography, wedding photography wasn't really where it is now. Like wedding photography now is a little bit different thing. And there's a lot of photographers who still do it kind of in the old where basically the, the day is like a big photo shoot. You know, it's like okay. you go over here, you take some pictures here, you go over here, you take some pictures here, you go over here. Hey, let me put you into a romantic pose. Take some pictures here. Let's go over here. Take some. And, um, as so it's, it's is it staged ish, I guess it's a hundred percent staged yeah. and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people that really want that. You know, like they, they're like, I want you to make me look good all the time. I don't want a single picture of anything <laughs> real, right. <laughs> right? you know? And, uh, and I think that that 10 years ago, that was way more prevalent. It was, it was very outside the norm to have anything but that. So like we didn't really have that many choices, but, and the photographer that did our wedding did a great job. Like, I don't want to, I'm not trying to say that they didn't do a good job, but I think that the, the thing that strikes me the most about photography now and what I strive to do with angle light photography is to have photos and imagery of your wedding that is real and that is genuine and that is authentic. Like if, if those are the things that appeals to you, then, you know, I would, I would encourage you to look for a photographer that is a bit more of a storyteller that is looking for the moments in between the style shoots, right. <laughs> you know, like is paying attention when things that are meaningful to the couple happen. Um, I think that it would have been kind of cool if I had been able to not just go through my photo album and see like, okay, cool. Here's a staged moment. Okay, cool. Here's a staged moment. Hey, look, there's our first kiss. Also kind of a staged moment, right. <laughs> you know, and just keep, but like to see what, what, who was I walking with walking into the church? You know, what was I doing? I, like, I wonder what the conversation, like, I, and I don't know. There's that. Like, um, so like 10 years later, I literally don't know. I couldn't tell you who I was walking next to walking into the church now. Cause 10 years later, I don't remember, you know? Wow. I mean, I like think about that. the reality is your memories will fade. Yeah. The big ones won't. The important ones won't. But like it was my wedding. Like I, I kind of wish. Like I know the big parts. Like I know we had the marriage at a church. I, I kind of, but I, you know, I don't remember like what me and the guys were doing a whole lot before that. 
Like I don't, I know that we were kind of in a room, but I don't remember really what the, like I'm starting to forget what the room looks like and right. what we were doing and what, you know, what well, there's that, that was. there's that photo. I think I'm, maybe I'm not allowed to, I don't think their weddings have, oh, their, their wedding hasn't happened yet. Well, we saw in the TV. Oh yeah. 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 Can I say that part? Yeah. So there's the photo of well, they, they 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 just they just don't want their images to be shared. That's okay. All. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's this this uh, the the couple that Nathan and I are both he's the photographer and I'm the, we're the DJ company. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the photo of the dad in the barber shop. Right. Is he and he's just chilling, right? He's just hanging out watching his son getting his haircut. Right. So they and I looked at that. Yeah. And I was like, because normally I don't. And again, I'm not on that end of the wedding. Uh, industry. I don't know how photography works. Uh, I don't know how your cameras work, to be honest. <laughs> um, it's but like, magic. <laughs> but like seeing, and if there's a way you shoot, Nathan, I don't know what it is, but it's like, um, it's almost like watching like a reality TV show in still. No, reality TV show is wrong. Like a, a sitcom on NBC. Like this is us. You <laughs> that, watch that went that went in a different direction. <laughs> like you watch this is us. Right. Uh, okay. I've seen like a couple episodes. It's like that, but in stills. I think what you're trying to get across. I have no clue what, what I'm what trying to say. Well, I think what you're trying to get across is almost. I, I would like to think that almost every image that I take, I'm taking it pur- purposefully because there's emotion behind it. There's a story. In there's it. a story in it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where you're trying to get to. I mean, because yeah, 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 I, yeah. I I agree I agree with you. I think that um, reality TV show is not how I should have described. <laughs> it's very okay. Sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. This is us NBC. I think I kind of saved it. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's the image that you're talking about. You were there when they saw it. Do you remember what he said? I don't. The son and and how he looked at that and they were like, oh my god. Well, he got, he got, he got right, right. Little mo, he got you know a little. The 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 scene was them in the barbershop. He so they him and the whole groomsmen party. They were all getting ready in the barbershop. They were having their, uh, you know, getting their haircuts and just getting fresh shaves and all that kind of stuff, right? And usually, I like to document as much of the day as I possibly can. I mean, I tell people like, if I'm there for less than eight hours, it's really just kind of a big style shoot. Because sure. it's hard to document. Like at that point, we're just trying to get in the things that we have to get in. Right. We can't get in all those other moments. But they were getting, uh, you know, they're they're um, they're basically getting ready at the barber shop, and his dad was there, and his dad was in sitting in one of the barber chairs, mm-hmm. watching his son across the room, you in know, the other his, barber in chair. the other barber chair, you know, getting. I think I think she was like shampooing his hair, and it was an old school timey barber. You know, it, was, shop. it was a cool old barber shop. Yeah. I lit him. I backlit the dad, so you kind of saw the outline of the dad sitting in the chair, and he's just kind of like leaning back. But you could you could feel the gaze that he had on his son. It was this look of of calm and pride, you know, and and this this feeling of um, being excited for yeah. his son and what his son was about to go through and what his son is about to experience and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And to me, like, like that's what I go after. Like yeah. that's the stuff I love to shoot. That's the stuff that I, I would, I, I can pose people. I can make people look really good, but at the end of the day, none of it will ever feel authentic and genuine and real. Cause it's not, I mean, it's just not. And I think there's a ton of people right now who might be listening to this and they look at their, they look at photography, they're looking for a photographer or whatever. And that's probably one thing that they constantly see. They just see one thing after the other that just doesn't look real. It's like, okay, that's obviously posed. 
and it's not done very well anyway. Yeah. And you know, and they'll they'll go, yeah, that's not a real moment, you know. But I I I kind of like if there's something that I could change about my wedding, it would be that. And the funny thing is, as a wedding photographer, I constantly think about if I was shooting for myself, if this was my wedding album that I'm creating, because I tell couples like their album is literally the I'm probably going to be the only book ever written about them. Yes. Right. Like their wedding album and that story that's in that album about it like that. But that's probably going to be the only book that's ever going to be written about them. And it needs to be damn good. Like it needs to be real damn good. Well, the photos in their book uh, that we were kind of looking at <clears throat> um, when they came into the office, uh, you could just tell it was like this. You you thought out the whole process of the book clearly, like because every photo there was a story here, there was a story here, there was a story, you know, and it kind of it kind of led to a crescendo. Up yeah, to the yeah, it's like, the, it's, it's like a good, their it's first like, dance. It's like reading a good book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 impressive um, for sure. And I mean, and they were, I mean, blown away. Yeah. By, yeah. Um, which I, I hate, like we have to, we have to wait until like their wedding is mm-hmm. a complete, of course, next they, year. Yeah. They, they, they were kind of affected by COVID. So we did their ceremony first, uh, to try to help them out a little bit. I did the music for their ceremony and you did the photography for their ceremony. And the next year they're going to have the reception. Yeah. Um, I guess just to put a neat little bow tie on the conversation though, like, uh, I think the, I think if I could go back and do something over again, 10 years later with a little bit of perspective and seeing a shit ton of weddings at this point, it would probably be that I wouldn't adhere to tradition just for tradition's sake. Right. I think that that's probably like fundamentally the root thing that I would say, you know, like we would probably have more meaningful conversations about what's important, what's not important to us and like what we want, you know, that to look like, like in 10 years, like if you're like, when, and this is like an interesting exercise, like think of when as you're planning your wedding, like think 10 years down the road and then think of yourself in my shoes looking back 10 years. That's a smart, that's a smart way to kind of like wrap yeah. your brain around it. Yeah. Like it really kind of focuses in on what's important to you, you know, like what is the things that are the most important to you in your wedding? And then just making sure that you're kind of designing your wedding in a way that you feel like in 10 years, you're still going to be very proud of. Um, so what you're saying is you want to have a 10 year wedding update <laughs> with me like, as your DJ. You talking about like a vow neural? Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, would you have a party? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's plan this. Yeah. I don't know if we'll do it 10 years. I mean, COVID and all. <laughs> 11. <laughs> yeah. 11. It'll be, it'll be a late 10 so Let's say 12 just to be like <laughs> safe, right. safe. But I also want to say, man, I think it's great what you're doing with this podcast. I, I'm I'm st- I'm super stoked for you and well, I kind of got the project. I mean, we you and I kind of talked about this, uh, you know. So it's kind of your idea too. <laughs> it's not my idea, no, man. You, hey, listen, Nathan literally came up with the name of the podcast <laughs> in the parking lot, <laughs> and I went pretty genius. Listen, people can say stuff all day long, right? But it takes somebody with the right heart and the right mind to actually go and do it and to go and execute. Like that's like people can talk shit all day long and they can come up with a ton of great ideas. But like, I think your goal is very genuine here in that you want to help people um, make 
a better wedding, you know, and design a better wedding that fits them the best. And you're doing that by sharing other couples' stories right. and, and like what other people went through and you're going to be interviewing vendors, but I think it was great. And I appreciate you having me here. Well, and I think like for but, the couples aspect, like, again, I've reached out to a couple, couple, couple of couples, is that right? <laughs> a, plethora of couples. a plethora of couples <laughs> uh, already. And er, they're ecstatic to yeah. be on the show, yeah. to, to be on the podcast. Um, but I think again, like, getting them in here after the wedding and like kind of having that recap of like, you know, okay, like, you know, same thing with you. Like, I know it's been 10 years, but for them, like to bring them in a month or two later and kind of just see where their head is, you know, once, once, you know, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, I, you know, it's funny that you're doing this because I, I I literally always ask my couples when they come in, I'm always like, what's the high point was the low point. Cause I see my, our couples come in a few weeks after the wedding so that they can see all their images. That's, that's kind of the first time that they get to see everything. And it's all, it's, it's an amazing dude. It's like the most rewarding thing being a, being a photographer, being an artist, and then actually getting to see your couples, see your work of them for the first time. There's no better feeling in the world, but when they come in, I'm one of the two questions I always ask is like, what was the high point of you for, for the wedding? And it's funny, dude. Cause like two weeks after three weeks after when I asked that, they always have their eyes go to the ceiling because like they've never, they hadn't taken the time to think about it. It was like over and done and went to the honeymoon and back and work. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, they go back in life. And it's always funny because they're like, huh. And they're like, I have to sit there and think about it. But I also ask them if you could go back and do anything over or do anything differently, what would you do? Because I, I'm just kind of naturally curious just because I love like having that information to be able to help future couples. Oh, for sure. And so I think just sharing what that stuff is, you know, with the couples that you get to work with, because you see so many couples I don't see, like getting to share their stories and what they would do differently. And well, what, having what really them come them. in and share the story, I think right. is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Know, having Megan and Kristen here. And again, we just did their ceremony. Right. Uh, you know, and so we haven't even done the reception yet. Right. That's but next to, year. But to be able to have, you know, couples come in, um, I've always been a little jealous of photographers because you know, you guys get to bring them back in and talk to them. And I, I hate feeling like after the last dance is played and high fives and hugs are given, like I, I kind of still want to be friends with them. Like, you know, like, I mean, are you like, you want to go to dinner? Right. Yeah. And I am friends with a couple of our, you know, uh, of our clients. Like they, it's turned into a friendship, you know, um, where the husband was just badass, you know, just cool. And, 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 you know, and, and she was awesome too. And, you know, I, but I've always been kind of jealous. Like when you brought Megan and Chris in and, and you had on the TV, like their photo and it said Megan and Chris and they already, they weren't even sitting down, ladies and gentlemen, they were like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And I'm like, you guys haven't made it to the couch yet. And you're like, <laughs> and so there was that kind of jealousy of, you know, you being able to experience the after wedding effects from a -hmm. couple. And I wanted to figure out a way with this podcast or figure out a way to do that as well in the DJ world. Hasn't been done. If you think about it, DJs are like, all right, see you later. And yeah, we may add each other on Facebook and keep in touch every now and then. But to bring someone in even, even a year later or like two years later and go. So like looking, let's look, let's go back down, you know, the road here and look back at your wedding mm-hmm. and really get their thoughts. Cause there isn't a lot of time for that at the wedding. Mm-hmm. There's so many people pulling them in so many different directions yeah. and there's such yeah. a party. Yeah. There was so much fun. And I, as a DJ, 
you know, and as the owner, like, you know, I'll go up and congratulate them and hug them and, you know, and all that. But I don't, I also make sure to keep, you know, my, um, I, I don't want to over, and you know me, like this now, this is just me, <laughs> like how I am. I don't want to be overbearing or well, you never pull wanna, them away from someone else that, that, you know. Yeah, well, that's your person. You never want to make the thing about you. Like that's your personality, right? right? And and which is, which is, I think it's, it's such a great, it's a good quality to have on the wedding day because it's not about you and it's not about, it's not about your company on the wedding day. It's about the couple, right? Yeah. But I mean, I think, I think, you know, bringing them back in, I got to tell you, and I, you're going, you're going to find this, like the more you do this is that it's incredibly rewarding for you. It's incredibly motivating and energizing for you, you know, because you, you realize all the incredible things that you're doing for these couples that you don't know that you're doing for these couples until you get a chance to talk to them Yeah, after, after, the, after fact, the fact, after the fact. But in, in, on top of that, you're also doing this incredible thing where you're taking that and you're helping so many other people <laughs> like, you know, like, sure. like you're, you're taking that advice and you're taking that feedback and it's literally going to be helping all the other people that's going to be listening to this podcast and in the throes of planning their own wedding. You know, I can't tell you how many times. So Megan, uh, the person who, um, you know, we did this thing that Megan and Chris that we talk, were talking about a couple. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, mentioned to me several times that she felt like the podcast has so much value that we do. And it I was, I think she mentions that in our episode. Cool. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think it, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling to be able to help people at that level. You know, it's not a, just about for me taking pictures for you playing music. It's about helping couples to really create the best experience on their wedding. For me, maybe the memories after the wedding, but you know, but the same principle applies either way. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been, I've, 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 I've seen quite a few couples that for on one thing or another on their wedding, they're a little disappointed. Um, so I'm excited to, you know, I'm excited to see that, you know, I'm excited to see that you're doing this and I'm excited to see that you're going to be helping people. You can find Nathan at angledlightphotography.com. Yeah. You can find him in your ears at weddings from the pros podcast. Yeah. If you are trying to update your LinkedIn uh, profile pic, you can find them at <laughs> Greenville Headshots. I'm not making any of this up. All this is real. Um, what else do you do? Crossgate Realty Media. <laughs> yeah. If you are selling a house, you can have him uh, do some photos and videos and drone footage at Crossgate Realty Media. Realty, yeah, yeah. Anything else we're forgetting here? <laughs> He's a devoted husband and father of two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, 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 I, you're, you're just the man. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate it. That's what it is. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, and hopefully, you know, you can come on a little more, you know, we can, sure. get, we can guest co-host, we can do whatever. It's a podcast. <laughs> sure. This isn't radio. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. All right. This is uh, the Premier Weddings Podcast. I'm Sean, the owner of Premier Party Entertainment. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to hit the subscribe button uh, and we will catch you later. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.